I'm Augusta Mayor Hardy Davis. You're listening to Making a Difference with Ken Macon. Hey, y'all know what time it is. You're checking into the Making a Difference experience. I'm your host, Ken Macon. Want to jump right into this show. We have a great episode planned for you. So I just want to let you guys know who we're going to be talking to. We're going to be talking to I'm an elected official and really just a community servant. So glad to have Axel Adams uh, on the show with us today. Uh, his uh, scholarship foundation is going to have a gala coming up this Saturday. It's going to uh, be held. It's going to start at 6 p.m. at the Hill Complex. I'm on the campus of Payne College. Uh, I'm going to get a chance to talk to him and just learn uh, just very comprehensively, not only about the gala and some of the things that they'll have planned, but also about the scholarship foundation. Just really had an opportunity to, to sit down and have a great conversation with him, uh, not just about, you know, the foundation, but really just we talked a lot about spirituality, actually, so I believe that you guys will really enjoy this conversation. Before we jump into that commentary, you know I got to shout out my sponsors, the Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. If you're looking for affordable health care and a pharmacy that you can trust, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355. Also, TaxWise Financial at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. Our professional and affordable representation, the wise choice for all your tax needs at 706-305-1412. Also, Urban Pro Weekly, a free weekly newspaper in the CSRA covering issues relating to the local community. Uh, Making a Difference has a weekly column in UPW. Um, and back issues are actually available at the Urban Pro Weekly page on Facebook. I encourage people all the time, make sure you're getting a copy of Urban Pro Weekly, whether you're reading it online or if you just want to have a copy in your hand. I understand that dynamic. But that making a difference column is something that you really can't miss. We had a chance uh, this week to talk about uh, how Democrats are rigging up the game uh, through the uh, super delegates. Uh, if you have, if you are keeping up with the Clinton v. Sanders um, Democratic primary, if you look at the uh, just you know just uh, regular delegates, uh, Hillary Clinton does not have that much of a of a lead. But if you look at the super de- uh, delegates, I want to say it's 95%. She has 95% of the super delegates. Uh, you may be asking, what is a super delegate? It's basically the powers that be in the Democratic um, Party. But again, I just want you guys to go to the, you can go to that page on Facebook, Urban Pro Weekly, and you can read that column. But in the meantime, I want you guys to sit back, uh, relax, and enjoy this great dialogue that we have with none other than Axel Adams. You're listening to make it a difference. Uh, there's an event coming up this uh, weekend. I really want you guys to come out and support. This is the, the name, the man behind the event. Uh, this is uh, Mr. Axel Adams himself. The Axel Adams uh, Scholarship Gala is coming up this Saturday uh, at Payne College. Glad to have Mr. Adams here with us. How you doing, my friend? I'm well, sir. Doing great, brother. How are you? Tell you, blessed beyond measure. I had a chance to go online uh, to uh, look up not only the event, but look up uh, some of what you all do. Uh, really, I think the, mo- the most telling thing for me is, you know, when you go on a site and you, you see you see the people who, you know, met or support or supporting an endeavor. And, you know, to see just some of the names, not just names, you know, in terms of celebrity, but names in terms of just community service. And I saw a lot of those names um, associated with your event. But but uh, but just first things first, I want to ask you about the Axel Adams Scholarship Foundation. Kind of uh, give us some background about, you know, how it was formed and uh, the service it provides to the community. Well, Mr. Ken, making which is a great name to have, man. That means you make things happen. <laughs> I appreciate it. 
be on your show, first of all. But uh, to put things in perspective and to respond properly, um, two years ago, I was hired for my work, uh, my life's work, um, along the lines of civil rights and advocacy, uh, whereas I was uh, the first African-American elected to city council in New Wellington, South Carolina, and I like to take the city of New Wellington uh, because it is a death. It was pretty small, kid, but um, that was a big victory for us. And as I get older, I look back and I think how God moved in a mighty way. And sometimes when you're in the moment, you don't see it because once you come out of it, you know, you like you look back and, and uh, you're so wonder how you got over. So um, it, is, it has really propelled me into continuous work in the community because I have not forgotten uh, those individuals, the old people, young people who voted during those times. So uh, in 2014, I was honored for that work. And uh, so the team that, that um, honored me can want to stay together and ask me what is it that I would like to do? Uh, what's my next step? And I say, I really want to pray the foundation to uh, help young people uh, attend college and to do more in the community from a holistic standpoint. So this is how the foundation came about. Uh, there's about 18 people on the team that put together the gala for this weekend. They have various responsibilities uh, from raising money to build you up to uh, media to uh, just writing press releases, uh, set up event planners, uh, elected officials that are on it. So that's how, how we, we formed and um, that's how we initially put this piece together. I'm, I'm so I'm so impressed and the reason why I'm impressed just going back to you know what I was able to say earlier this sounds it, it truly is a political grassroots movement and I really want people to understand you know as you know we're, we're looking at you know presidential primaries and you know just different things of that nature understand my friends listening to this show that all politics are local and when I say that when I say that you you hear initiatives such as what uh, Mr. Adams is bringing forward and you know he's he's brought together this team of look folks like you and I and verily here you have a, a great event um that is in the spirit of community service that um is something that is you know helping young people uh to realize their dreams and to maximize their potential i, I want to ask you uh with that Mr. Adams you know the the focus on making sure that young people get a college education in your mind, what's the importance of, of ensuring, um, you know, that, that young people go, go to school and, uh, and uh, matriculate at a university or college? Well, I've always heard, and I know it's true to me, what it says, that education is power. Um, and we, we suffer for lack of knowledge and information a lot of times. And, and unfortunately, it, is, it happens often in our community. Um, whereas... Um, you know, in order to sometimes uh, know and learn, uh, you've got to have access to, to education. And so that is empowering with itself. And because when you, once, you, once you find yourself in a better situation, you can better help you, your family, and your community. And that's what we do. That's what it's all about, man. It's really not about me. It's not about other people, but it is about the people we serve, the people we look out for, and those that we bless. So I think it uh, can, it's true to the call of the village concept. So even though I've, I've got my degree, I never forget the, the nights I, I, I stayed up late at 
didn't like studying and whatnot because I want to better myself. And so it does, even though we are helping provide the money, um, the work itself comes from the individual and the drive and the, you, know, you have to want it. And um, so it's unfortunate for young people that have the, the, uh, the desire to go and don't have the funds to go. And so uh, it does not about me taking care of my family. It's about me really taking care of and looking out for the village because when these young people come back home, whatever it is they do or matriculate or a life, um, they are giving, they will give back too because somebody gave to them. So I find education is key, it's empowering, and it's a door to success. Very well said. I want to ask you about you know, we may have some young people listening in and, you know, a, a lot is said about this younger generation, but I, I have a chance to, to hang around, you know, uh, teenagers on a regular basis. And, and what I always tell them is I say that you all are the, the smartest generation in history. And they kind of look at me puzzled. I say, <laughs> I say because they have they have the information that they're literally at their fingertips. The concern for me is the application of knowledge. I want to ask you, and, and just in terms of what you're able to do uh, through this foundation, uh, the importance of really tapping into young folk potential and helping them understand it's really up to you. And, I, and I've, I've heard you allude to some of that already. Well, yes, it is up to them. Sometimes we do not have the, the uh, uh, like I would say, the, the family, or we may not have the uh, individuals around us, um, but we all have abilities and capabilities. We all have um, gifts, and we have to look within to find out what our gift is, what our call is, and um, and you just have to go from there. I mean, you have to have a plan. Uh, you have to be a lot of times strategic, and uh, and so that's what that's what this is about. And this is just not a, um, about again, just not about you. But I, I will say this to you, and I, and I have to go biblical a little bit tonight because it is it is true to me, and it's true for every leader that I've worked for and that I presently work for, that you have to walk by faith and not by sight. Mm. And then once you walk in your faith, you know, you just continue because if you have the faith, God has the power and he can make things happen for you. And a lot of times, and again, when I say that, and with faith without, faith without work is dead, Ken. And so the point is that if you are articulate and smart and you, and you have the desire to go to school, but you don't seek out ways to go, that is not, to me, that's not faith in the sense. Faith is walking in it, making it happen. Faith without works is dead. So again, you gotta work it. You gotta make it happen. You gotta study it. You gotta go for it. Everything around you may be crumbling. All that you may see may not be what you desire, but you have to think your way out of it. Mm. And so again, so education can do that. It is a, it is a way up for you. And so um, even the political process, we have, to, we have to educate ourselves about the political process, what it is, what candidate is, is best for me, and what is my desires for me, my family, my community. And you have to go with that. A lot of times, it is written in, in the, the books or in papers. A lot of times, we don't want to read books. We don't want to read the papers. But that's how we miss out. We spend so much time on uh, with technology, texting and tweeting and all that. Brother, we have more access to quick everything, and we still talk less. Hmm. We talk more when we have one phone, or we spoke more when we had a phone on the corner, 
that we do now and that because we want to text we want to text you from in the house, we want to text you from upstairs, we want to text you on outside into the inside. We talk less than we did, but we have more than we had. <laughs> that's that's a, a I tell you. Um Nothing but the truth. I want to ask you because you're, you're talking a lot about spirituality and it's so integral um, to, you know, to community service. In my opinion, it's, it's something that I subscribe, I subscribe to as well. I just want to ask you in terms of your spirituality, is this something, is it more in terms of upbringing? Is it, you know, something that you're able to draw on because of personal experience? Kind of give us some perspective in that area. <laughs> well, I will say to you, man, when you're young, when you're a kid, who wants to get up early in the morning and go to Sunday school? I did not. I mean, maybe some kids wanted to. I mean, I, I rebelled. I was like, well, Sunday school, really? Whatever, you know. Who wants to stay at Sunday school and peak peace on Sunday, you know, for Easter? And a lot of a lot of, a lot of churches got away from that. But then as I grew older, and as I knew I had to take this walk by myself, and when I became the first African-American on city council, that was not an easy walk. There were times, whether that I would attend city council meetings as the only person of color, minority, entire room, the agenda that I had, um, the people that I spoke up for, there was no one in the room to do it but me because I had a responsibility and because I gave a different perspective. So a lot of times that came with criticism. You know, a lot of times it came with people trying to close doors, shut down doors, or whatever the case is. But in my walk, it was my faith that kept me walking and moving. Because again, I knew that if I had the faith, God had the power to move, to shut down, to, to shake up, to do whatever I needed him to do. And when I tell you, each and every time, it happened. So my point is, brother, I resorted back to those Sunday school speeches that I had to say in front of people that got me through the time of speaking as, as an older person to individuals. I resorted back to my times that I had to go to Sunday school and read, read scriptures, you know, the Ten Commandments. So, so again, it was in my spirit. It was in me. It was part of my makeup. It was in my fabric. So then, therefore, man, it, it propelled me again to continue what I'm doing today. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Axel Adams. You're listening to Making a Difference. My name is Lauren Macon, and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Macon. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you. Hey, it's none other than Ken Macon from the hit show Making a Difference. And I just want to tell you about the fine folks over at Medical Villa Pharmacy. They're led by pharmacists Dr. Marshall Curtis and Baron Curtis. And I tell you, they provide great service for many of us here in Augusta, Richmond County. They take Georgia Medicaid, insurance plans, charge cards, WIC vouchers, and they even provide free delivery service. The Medical Villa Pharmacy is conveniently located in the medical district near the Medical College of Georgia and Payne College. Medical Villa Pharmacy. They are dedicated doctors, medical mavens, and a blessing to the health industry. What more can I say but head to Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Excellence, integrity, and service. They're just a few of the core values for Payne College. Its commitment to educational merit has been faithful for over 133 years. 
I'm Danny Glover, and my mom and aunts went to Payne College, so its value is priceless to me. The lessons and love they received from Payne helped me to grow up and understand the power of education. That's why I'm here to support Payne College and to encourage you to do the same. Let the legacy continue. The future of their existence is important to your community. Give your support to something significant. Give your support to Payne College. Have you gotten a letter from the IRS about an audit, levy, or tax lien? Worried because you haven't filed taxes in several years? Well, stop worrying and call the tax pros at TaxWise Financial on Tobacco Road. TaxWise Financial is licensed to represent you at all levels of the IRS in any state. From the simple to the complex, professional and affordable representation by TaxWise Financial will help resolve all of your tax issues. Call them at 706-305-1412. TaxWise Financial, the wise choice for all your tax needs. I'm Richmond County Sheriff Richard Roundtree. You're listening to Making a Difference with Ken Macon. Welcome back to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. I won't keep you too long. I know you guys are ready to jump back into that, uh, to the interview with Axel Adams. Just want to let you know, we have had a chance to talk to some great guests. I had a chance to talk to a, a really just a, a dynamic journalist. Um, he's the writer of Boys Among Men. That is a, a book about uh, kind of the journey of some of the preps to pl- pros players in the NBA. Players like Kobe Bryant, uh, uh, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, also some of the players who, you know, didn't do so well. Players like uh, Corleone Young. Uh, The author of that book is Jonathan Abrams. He uh, used to write for ESPN's Grantland. Uh, Actually, I know of him. I actually went to to uh, Florida A&M University with his wife. Uh, Tanya Abrams, want to shout her out. Shout shout out to Abrams family. Um, But yeah, we had a chance to talk with Jonathan, and we will be uploading that podcast here. Uh, very soon. So there's a a lot to stay tuned for. I also want to um, just celebrate just two great entities in the community that are going to be a part of the Making a Difference family. Uh, You'll you'll be hearing their names here on future podcasts. Triple C Sports and Mr. Charles Cummings. We have have him coming on. He is uh, sponsoring and supporting the Making a Difference movement. Very grateful for that. Also, uh, a young man who I believe is just really wise beyond his years, uh, Theron Stevens. He is the uh, founder of the Shoe Guys. They're located um, on located on Broad Street. And, uh, Mr. and Triple C Sports is located in the Aiken Mall. And uh, we'll be giving you some specifics about um, what those um, what those business uh, businesses have to offer. Uh, but keeping that in mind, we're going to jump back into this interview. You're listening to Making a Difference. I want to ask you, because you brought up something to me that's so important. It's uh, It's disparity. Um, in the political arena, not just necessarily uh, in terms of people of color, because uh, if the truth be told, we have more black elected officials now than we ever have. But I believe it's the importance of expressing ideologies that are, you know, and and concepts that will enrich um, our community instead of tearing it down, whether it's issues of economic disparity, um, you know, so- social issues, different things like that. What do you see as a young man who sometimes, as you mentioned, was the only, you know, man of color in the room? What what things concern you and what things, you know, do you feel like you have a really a sense of urgency to express to a community that doesn't always identify with, with the struggle, if you will? Well, well I 
say this again. I have to, I have to go spiritual again, but when God <laughs> is, 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 is a, a fixed it, and you have a fixed yourself to Him, He is a part of what you do. He would give you the power and the and the unction. He would give you the strength to speak truth to power. Again, truth to power. So it does not matter if it's one of you and one of them or a hundred of them or a thousand. He will give it to you. And when you speak it, it will rattle them. It will shake them. And so that's why it, 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 I get a little bit upset and you know, this game when, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, I, how, do you, how do you play the game of politics? When it is your it is your uh, responsibility to do the right thing and not to go in and sell out. And oftentimes, when you have one African American or two, that's all you got. And so they feel it. They know they have to speak it because they're already going in with everyone against them in a sense, or going in to speak from a different perspective, right? Right. But then when you have like four, three, four, five, and six, then they begin to play the, the game of politics with each other. Because you have some that say, well, I don't think you need to, to speak for that. I don't think you need to do that. But no, 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 no. That is not it. I mean, I, I was taught a long time ago in my work with the WCP. And that um, you can say what you want to say. But you have to be very clear that we have to have a united strength. And that's what you have to do. You have to be, you have to be together on the, the, the policy on the uh, issues because in order for you to fight in order for you to make change you can't be broken down with people on a different side you have to be on the same side same team and fight the issues now it don't mean you don't have to have a different perspective brother king you can have a different perspective but we just have to learn to agree to disagree let's talk about it let's let's let's, you know let me hear what you got to say but agree to disagree but at the same time show a united point because you have to make change. And a, and a part of that, Doc, is our legacy. We forget that. We forget, man, that once we are gone, Ken, and, and you know, we, we, we've gone and see our maker. <laughs> we want somebody to look back and say, well, what did he do? Hmm. I mean, what I mean, what did he say? What, did he make change? Or was he just here? Was he, was he an asset? Or was he a liability? And that's my thing about young people education. Fix it, but you will be an asset to your community and not a liability. Man, and I mean that that falls under under one word, and that word is legacy. Um, and and I, yes, and, I, and I and I tell you this, um, in terms of the the scholarship foundation and, and what you've created, you know, um, through this community and, and through the hard work of yourself and many others, I mean, you are well on the way um, to building building a great legacy uh, uh, on on behalf of, of young people. Kind of give the the listening audience uh, kind of a taste of. Cause it's not it's not even an issue of if it's when Saturday night, um, you know at the, <laughs> uh, tell tell them where it is what they can expect. Well, I have to go with my team. They tell me say come one, come all. That's the, that's my radio team. Come one, come all. <laughs> but um, it's going to be a great night. When I tell you, um, we we um, in our party our fifth month of working on this. We started I think it was like in November. We we spent many hours on the phone. The phone. Uh, putting this event together. When I tell you we go from A to Z, there's going to be a six-part red carpet reception. And, and, and that's like, it's going to be the creme de la creme. All of your elected officials, appointed officials, clergy, uh, community uh, leaders, and individuals who bought VIP tickets, that'll be at 6 o'clock p.m. And um, we will walk from there 
from the reception and taking pictures and all and go into our gala. Now we have Dante uh, Whitfield from the household of uh, LA. He is our guest uh, who will be there, our guest actor, so to speak. Um, and he will bring greetings and he's working on a, uh, a movie now with Oprah. And uh, also we have uh, uh, the mayor of Columbia, Benjamin, Steve Benjamin. He will come in and speak briefly because he's now the new president of the African American Mayors Association, which is a big, big deal. Uh, come on, honoree, if you don't mind, very quickly. Oh, no, go ahead. Speak your mind. Absolutely. He's a, he's a um, board member. That's the board member in AACP in Aiken, South Carolina. And I think he's the only um, national board member in South Carolina and, uh, you know, well, just in South Carolina because we have two in Georgia. But it's a big deal. He's from Aiken. We have uh, Mr. Hightower. He's a long-time county councilman, weather city councilman in Aiken, South Carolina. We want to honor him for his work. Uh, we have Corey Chambers, young man played uh, NFL football, attended Silver Love High School. Ms. Ninja Coleman, she, she taught for 31 years at New York Middle School. And Reverend Paul Bush, he's a, he's a noted advocate, and um, he works uh, with churches and others and fights a lot of issues in the Aiken County area. And uh, lastly, we're going to acknowledge a corporate company this year, Aiken Electric Corp Corp Corporation. And uh, that's a big deal. So, again, tickets are $50. That's just for the gala. $75 for the uh, VIP reception. And it's at, again, Payne College, Hill Complex, ATL Complex, 6 o'clock for the gala. 6 o'clock for the reception, 7 o'clock for the gala. It's going to be a big deal, man. Big deal. Big deal. I I, I can hear there there are just names that are, are that jump out. Obviously, uh, Dundre Whitfield, um, a, a very very talented actor and activist. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Mayor Steve, uh, you, you did say Steve Benjamin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make, making some some big time moves in Columbia. Uh, Corey Chavis. I remember the the first time I, I actually had a chance to meet Corey. He was uh, doing a um, doing a football camp, and 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 and, and, and we we uh, we spoke previously about our, our mutual friend. I do want to shout him out, uh, D'Angelo Bryant. Uh, it's it's something when you when you have someone who you know has has been in athletics has competed at a very high level, but just has the the acumen and the awareness to understand life beyond the field. And you know yeah, when yeah, yeah. when you look at you know enriching young people, it's about more than making them athletes, but making them you know just dynamic young men and young women. And so to have someone like Corey Chavis is certainly you know to have someone who really. Um, is is in that spirit and in that mold, but I tell you, man, I have I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation uh, with uh, Mr. Axel Adams. Again, Saturday night, start uh, doors open at six. Uh, this is the Axel Adams uh, Scholarship Foundation Gala. It's going to be held at the Hill Complex on the campus of Payne College in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. Shout out PC one time as well. Um, we want you guys to come out. Uh, give them the give them the website because I, I want them to know more about more yeah, than the gala. I yeah. want them to know about the the Axel Adams and, and the Scholarship Foundation experience. Give them the email address. Uh, the website address is www.axeladamsfoundation.com. Again, that is www.axeladamsfoundation.com. And if you don't mind, if I take five quick seconds. Uh, we are hosting this event at Payne College because Brother Ken, Payne College is in a financial deficit, so to speak, and we are at the, on the verge of losing this great educational institution. We're just doing our part to bring light to it. And, um, and, and, and interesting enough, this church come out of the, the whole entire slave situation, and uh, but 
CME Christian Methodist Episcopal School. It is it is owned by the CME Church. And I don't know if a lot of people understand and know that it is tied to the CME Church. So my point is that we're doing our part to have it that when they go to the Marriott and the Hilton's and the Hyatt or whatever, we're going home, so to speak, to have this event. And we want as many of you, whoever it is, please come out as we go home to try to do what we can to save this institution. Very, very well said. We've had a chance to have uh, Dr. Uh, Samuel Sullivan uh, on a, a previous broadcast of Making a Difference, and we actually, I, um, uh, during uh, during this podcast, uh, we've uh, heard actually heard from Danny Glover. Danny Glover has uh, done a few spots on behalf of PC. So look, we look, lo- love the lines. As a matter of fact, I want to encourage everybody while you have a chance. If you haven't heard about the Retool Your School initiative, uh, the Home Depot is encouraging people to uh, send hashtags on social media. That has really uh, taken off. I look and me. I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of my de- uh, <laughs> uh, institution that's near dear my heart, Florida A&M University. Man, have really have really uh, jumped jumped on it. I want to encourage you to do that for pain, do it for FAMU. Uh, if there's an HBCU yeah, that you yeah. love, I say do it for all the HBCUs, man. I believe in HBCU love. Um, support not one, but all of the institutions in any way that you can. But man, Axel yeah. Adams, so glad to have you on the show, my brother. God bless you. We love you. And keep, and, and keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, brother. You too, brother. Kids, and keep making it happen. Kids, make it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you enjoy that episode of Making a Difference? If you did, then I want you to follow and keep up with the Making a Difference movement on Twitter, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. If you're looking us up on iTunes, search for Making M-A-K-I-N-A Difference. SoundCloud, all you got to do is go to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference. On Twitter, the handle is differencemaking, M-A-K-I-N. And on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com backslash making a difference show s-h-o-w thank you guys so much for supporting the movement love you guys peace and god bless